coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task, that's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer, Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass, it was tipped, it's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5, he'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome to it, happy Friday. Uh, we appreciate you guys hanging out with us on a Friday. It's uh, We're in the picture window. 11th and O, and we see the rain, we see the wind, we see gray, we see gray. But there's lots to uh, get excited about. Box with me. Uh, Jay Foreman will join shortly, and uh, what we'll probably do is go short here, Bach, and then go long when we get Jay on the phone. Okay. Um, probably a simpler way to do this. Uh, 402-464-5685, the uh, start of Hammond text line. You want to be a part of what we're doing. Um Full disclosure, so my voice has been um, out for the last two days, and I get it for a few minutes, and then it bails, and as long as uh, the doctor said he, you know, it sounds like a vocal strain, it's not, you know, anything else, I was like, okay. Um, but on a Friday when Jay Foreman's going to have to go out in cold weather, rainy weather, and call his second game, football game, in, uh, in 48 hours, I probably should be able to handle <laughs> uh, a few segments of, of sports talk radio. So Bach, um, we will save the, uh, the Mercado read for Jay Foreman. He does it so well. So we'll do that when, uh, when he calls in, but um, I do want to respond to a thing. Um, and the story was released on ESPN uh, that former Huskers uh, offensive coordinator, uh, Matt Lubick uh, has been diagnosed uh, with leukemia. Uh, and this is on ESPN. So um, he checked into a Boston uh, a hospital in Denver uh, early this week, and the staff uh, specialists uh, began testing to determine what was going on. That's what he, he was there. Um, Matt is, is, is a bit of a health, health nut, healthy eater, uh, runner, biker, <laughs> cyclist, um, Eats a strong diet. But this is the thing. And the son of Sonny Lubick, legendary Sonny Lubick, uh, who is still more fire than water, <laughs> even at this phase in his life. But um, Matt was my neighbor here in Lincoln. And um, some great conversations. So I just want to take a second. I say, Matt, buddy, listen. For all things, Husker Nation is rooting for you. Um, it, it's... You don't wish that on anybody, and we can all say uniformly that cancer sucks, um, and it, it, it's absolutely true. So, Matt, we're hoping you're well, our friend. Um, go do your thing. Lots going on. What we want to do, Bach, uh, in the, sometime in the in the five o'clock hour, is to give away tickets to see the Lincoln Stars. Absolutely. Uh, we have a we have uh, two sets of four for the weekend, and then some vouchers. Uh, what I would say to you is that if you want the tickets and you'll actually use the ticket and hear the rules, um, you'll have until six o'clock today to come by 11th and O and pick up the vouchers and, and, and tickets. So if you don't want them, <laughs> don't ask for them if you can't come get them. Um, but if you're able to and you want to take the family out, it's college night. 
$2 beer, $2 food specials, um, and they're playing the defend, defending champions. So two uh, exceptional nights of hockey, and then if you're not in the mood for hockey, you can go down to Devaney and watch the Lady Huskers. <laughs> so um, another big one there. They've got Michigan State. They've got a back-to-backer there. Um, and then tomorrow, uh, you got a pancake breakfast. <laughs> Kiwanis are throwing on an event. I went last year. Great event. Uh, great brotherhood. Great community. If that's the thing, we have some vouchers to give away for that as well. And if you want those, again, the rules apply that if you can get to, to the station uh, by 6 o'clock today, we can give you those vouchers. Simple deal. Bach, to, to your mind, what's the lead story on a rainy Friday in Lincoln, Nebraska? Well, it's the bye week, obviously, so there's no Nebraska football. I'm I'm looking forward. <laughs> I can't help it. I know the Big Ten West is dying. I, I love the Big Ten West. Wisconsin and Iowa is my lead story. And I know that's what the rest of the nation might be overlooking it. I heard the guys in early break talking about maybe why you should try it in your best. Try your best to cheer for Iowa um, to get that victory, to give Nebraska some sort of chance in the Big Ten West is obviously to hope that there's complete fracas and everybody's <laughs> having a tough year and Nebraska can get there with two losses. I don't know if that's necessarily <clears throat> my thought there. I think Nebraska, one game at a time before, I would think that they're really in Big Ten West contention. But, um, you know, for the final year of the Big Ten West, I think it makes sense. Those are two the two teams that... We're on the top, most mostly fighting for this division. Uh, Northwestern would pop in there every so every couple of years. Obviously, that didn't happen this year, or it doesn't look like it's going to happen now. But uh, I just I can't help but be fascinated by Iowa football. They have the one of the worst offenses yet again, and yet they are five and one, and it's in the best team in returning punts in the Big Ten. The defense, I mean, it's just it's the same story every year. And you would think at some point, well, what if their defense falls? You know, you lose two first round draft picks. What if you know, the special teams, and it's just year after year, but it's game after game. Like, they have a recipe. They stick to it, and part of that recipe, unfortunately for them, is bad offense. Yeah, I don't I, – I, I land with this. Um, one, I, doing, doing lockdown today kind of resonated with me in that at 3-3, three and three, Nebraska North and Northwestern have a chance next week to put themselves – Officially in the contender category because both of those teams. I mean, thinking about Nebraska, if you get to four and three and you still have Iowa and Wisconsin on your schedule, you've got a chance to do something. Like you've got a chance to do something, and it's not like the schedule is so ridiculously brutal that you can't find a way through. But two of the teams that that are in play are in your schedule, and it's a big one of these teams. <laughs> one of these teams will be four and three. Sunday morning, next Sunday morning. And it doesn't matter. Like, Wisconsin and Iowa will help identify who they are. But for this, for the Big Ten West to have any value at all, is it good for either Nebraska or Northwestern to be in contention in the Big Ten West? Uh, no, not necessarily. I think I think what you, yeah, you want to go out strong, at least have some sort of game and you kind of have to have to ask yourself. I mean, you we all watch Nebraska, Michigan. You know, second time is usually you know some scouted. Maybe you can do a little better. But do we want to? Is that what we want on national TV once again? A bit, you know, with everybody going into the game saying it's going to happen, and then you know, just to be honest with ourselves. Nebraska's not ready for that. They're not. They're not at that level. They need to build toward that. Um, and so, I mean, I'm I'm never one to say you don't want an opportunity at a Big Ten championship. Sure. 
Like, if it's up to Nebraska and Nebraska fans, take it and see if somehow you can get something done. But as far as, like, the last year of the Big Ten West, who is over, hasn't won a Big Ten championship game, doesn't have a team currently ranked, um, I think it would be better for one of those teams to, you know, and, and especially maybe Luke Fickle. I think Iowa, if they're the best team in the West, we we kind of know that story. I mean, it's it's not there's not a whole lot different about this Iowa team than other Iowa teams that have tried their shot at the Big Ten Championship, but maybe a Luke Fickle-led Wisconsin team could at least make a game of it in Indy. Well, I mean, you've got players. Wisconsin has players. They do, yeah. Like, we could look at it and go, okay, listen, if you're if, if you're in a running game contest and you got those two backs from Wisconsin, uh, that makes good TV. Like, I listen, give me that. Um, Wisconsin trying to hold it to a, uh, to a Michigan run game fest. Um, I, I'm, I'm all in. But there's still that evil kid in me that smirks at the idea that after this week, Nebraska or Northwestern will once again have an opportunity to be a legitimate contender in the Big Ten West, whether the folks like it or not. But it's the last year. Let's not just go crazy. Let's make nuts. Let like I'm okay. And here's the other thing about it, that Northwestern has found a way for two of the last five years to win the Big Ten West. There is no mystique in the Big Ten West. Northwestern's won it two of the last five years. And that includes all of the other schools who can't get into the conversation. And Northwestern twice figured out the, the Rubik's Cube that is the, the Big Ten West. Yeah. Like, they, there's a way for bad teams, less talented teams, teams with issue, like, oh, Iowa can't score the ball, but they can still win the Big Ten West. Wisconsin can't doesn't have to be consistent, but they can still win the Big Ten West. It's not a work of art, man. It's just <laughs> talking about the Big Ten West. Yeah, it's just fascinating to me that we get we get caught up in. Well, it's just so difficult. You need time. You you need time to beat Northwestern, bro. Like, Probably I, not this year's team. I wouldn't think. Yeah. Well, but, but here's the thing: they're three and three as well. Yeah. Like they they beat a decent team. They beat a team Nebraska didn't beat. Yeah. And, oh, by the way, the last time, even when they sucked, they beat Nebraska. So we can devalue or we can elevate. I I find it interesting that, again, if we said eight weeks ago that Nebraska and or Northwestern would be in contention for the Big Ten West, both of those cities and college towns would have parades up and down the main street. <laughs> right? Yeah. Can you start to fathom, imagine Lincoln, Nebraska, if the Huskers are four and three next Sunday morning with another winnable game on the schedule the following week? Can you really start to imagine what this town's going to be like? Well, it's interesting because I think the energy should be there. Uh, and w- might be there, but I feel like there was a lack of energy after the Illinois game, and I think it's because of the way that game ended, obviously, where Nebraska seemingly was trying to give Illinois chance after chance to win that game. Until I see Nebraska kind of get over that and, you know, beat a team, that, I mean, Illinois is what they are, but beat a, beat a team that's Big Ten, I mean, there are a contemporary right now, Beat that team soundly and, like, rise up and, and play. I mean, you're not expecting maybe a full four-quarter game. It'd be great. But 
like get out of its own way to get a victory. If you, I mean, that's kind of the same thing that happened against Iowa last year. They had like three chances at a game winning interception and just didn't take it, just couldn't get it. And so it's like the last two victories, even that Nebraska did get in the Big Ten, it's like pulling teeth to get it. Well, but it's also every example of why it should have happened by now. It should have happened by now. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about the Big Ten. We're not asking you to beat Ohio State and Michigan. We're we're just not. We're not saying that. We're saying be better than whenever Wisconsin takes a step down, get them. Whenever Iowa takes a step down, get them. Don't lose Northwestern. Don't lose to Illinois. Like we don't lose to Minnesota. Yeah. Like it's all basic level stuff. And there is a method to the madness. I just think there's an opportunity for Nebraska to finally take a step. And being a game over a game over 500 heading into week 8 changes many conversations. It also makes it extremely entertaining. It makes it extremely entertaining. So Let's throw it to break. I would imagine that Jay Foreman is going to call soon. We'll let him. We'll go long in the next segment with the Husker Hall of Famer. You're listening to Old School with DP and Jay. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Load up on meat and more this fall at the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese at 84th and Half Lock. This week's specials through October.